You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. This is a American history podcast where each week I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to my friend. Uh, Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. It's about so. China. It'd be strange. There'd be a departure. It'd be off-brand. It's so funny. People always say, I have a great recommendation. I'm like, yeah, it's an American history podcast, not Czechoslovakian. They just said, because there's tons made, of crazy stories. You made a bad deal. Yeah, I'm allowed to do no, international. No, I didn't not. make a bad deal because... I don't know who you signed with. Here's the problem with other... You've got to negotiate. ...countries' histories is I can, I can go and read about something and... Write, write it up and do a story about something that happened in Czechoslovakia, but I might be unwittingly, because I don't know the nuances of the history, like like propagating some right-wing bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, I might fall into a trap where I am... But that's that that that's where the audience is. <laughs> I think the more that... Uh, you, you know, you're, you're ignoring a huge segment. <laughs> People got Let's really... Go. People got really mad about the Satchel Page episode, and rightfully so, because I based it on one book, and in the book, the guy is a sports guy who wrote it, and he totally played down the racism in the Dominican Republic. And so I just said, yeah, because Satchel Page always said it wasn't that big of a deal either for him. So I played it down. But I also said, like, oh, by the way, they massacred uh, Haitians using the anti-immigrant, blah, 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 whatever. But people got bad about that it's like yeah sometimes i'm gonna read a book <laughs> and it's not gonna paint the full picture and i don't actually have time to do 20 more hours of research to make sure everything's right so that's actually a good case of i i went into a foreign place and i fucked up i know american history i know all the nuances but if i start going into foreign Same. places and and reading their history and i'm gonna miss some shit that's because i'm not Look, I'm American. We don't learn about other places. <laughs> yeah, this is Americans talking about things. It's supposed to be inaccurate often. <laughs> and called it, quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy! Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy! On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> Five rounds of play! Now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo. No sleep tell hippo. Uh, action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. Rhoda. Rhoda in the court. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, this same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, 
to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Okay, uh, Part two. so here's here's uh, where we left off. So um, yeah. our boy, our boy Benedict Arnold had, uh, uh, you know, he, he a great military leader, um, then just shit on by Congress and these guys undermining him, he's a right? Money Other, lover, yeah, calling him a money lover, greedy guy, and and um, so basically, he he ends up leaving. Um, the army and then Washington is like, Hey, can you go, uh, run the situation in Philadelphia, which is bad because you have post-war, you have the, the loyalists and, okay. and then the, then and the, the Patriots, Patriots and they fucking hate each other. Cause what, what is, uh, okay. So what? Just so I know, what is the deal with? What is the difference between the two? Okay, so loyalists basically are, were Americans who supported the British in the war. Okay, okay, and then because and then the Patriots cheated football. Yes, that's <laughs> because uh, Philadelphia was controlled by the British. Those people who were okay. fighting the British were really. Persecuted, their houses taken over, and those or, are the patriots. Remember, the British soldiers literally d- d- carved holes in their living room floors and shit in, and used it as a toilet. So, yeah, it's it's a it's been a bad run. So there's a very lot of, tunes. He's coming in a situation where there's in the city a lot of animosity towards each other. So would they just like they would just like go into their homes and then on like the second floor just put a hole in it? No, or are they the doing first. that through the roofs? <laughs> No, they oh, they do just it. do it on the first floor, and so it would go underneath the house. So, so just, the ho- underneath oh, the house is like so, a tree. Okay. So, so your foundation is well. I'd say that it just right. the the dirt under your house is just soaked with yeah human no, excrement. Look, it's not no, it's not great. That's totally unless you're into it, and then it's great. Like everybody's got their own fetish. Then it's great. There was like there was like two people who were like, oh wow, oh finally, what are the odds? I, actually, I, I should have written a date down here. I did not, but... Uh, let's just say 1991. Let's say 1991. <laughs> so, in Philadelphia, the Patriot groups, the two groups are not getting along. Um, the Patriots and the Loyalists. The, the, amongst the Patriots. Okay, so there's the oh, okay, Loyalists, so the Patriots. and then there's moderate Patriots and radical Patriots. Moderate Patriots who are like, I mean, we can kind of be English. And then other <laughs> Patriots are like, no, fuck them, basically. So the moderates want reconciliation with the loyalists. They're like, we can get along with these guys. All they did gotcha. was try to keep us, you know, subservient to the British. 
And the radicals are like, no, we need to take revenge on these motherfuckers. They've been pooping in our houses. <laughs> you can never get past that because you're like, we just need to get along. And they're like, they shit in my house. I know, but they were mad. Okay. So Philadelphia has an executive council and it's run by the radicals. Okay. The ones who want revenge on the loyalists. The pissed off ones, right. Okay. And one guy specifically is the leader of them, Joseph Reed. And he immediately did not like Benedict Arnold. Okay. So Reed was a leader amongst the radicals and a reader. A reader. Leader. Did I say reader? No, you said leader. I'm having fun. <laughs> Uh, so he, uh, he's a, st- he's the state president. So he has special license with his powers to prosecute loyalists. Okay. And he's really, really into hanging them. He's like, I want to hang them all. Okay. There, there, he had a list of 500 loyalists oh, in wow. Philadelphia. He wanted to hang. He had a shit list. Okay. Wow. 500. They're like, we don't have enough rope. <laughs> This is my, I gotta say, this is my type of guy. Yeah, completely. This is, this is the, this is, this is the blocking, this guy would be blocking people on Twitter. This would be the modern age, yes, how you handle it. Um, right. So he and Benedict, So why doesn't he like Benedict Arnold? Well, so, uh, Benedict. Because Benedict Arnold hates the British too. But he doesn't think you should kill the loyalists. Okay. Oh, okay. I get you. Right. He's like, let's, right. Okay. Gotcha. And and that and because he came out and said we shouldn't hang them, Reed was like, "Oh, Benedict Arnold is a secret loyalist." Okay, wow. which so can't Reed be true because really is... he literally led the fucking yeah, he's army, fighting so. the shit out of the British. <laughs> so Reed now decides he wants to move into a mansion that is owned by a loyalist woman. Okay, he's like, "I'm going to take that house." He wants to take it over. So he has the militia come and literally carry her out of the house in a chair that she refused to get out of. So it's like a Jewish wedding moment. It's, a, it's right. It's a bar mitzvah situation. No, no, no. Wedding. No, they, they don't do that at Have bar mitzvah. Have you ever mitzvahs? been to a bar mitzvah? No, good Lord. God, come on. Keep going. <laughs> so God. the chair, the chair thing is never a bar mitzvah. Why did I think that was a no. bar mitzvah too? I, because I, you can, you've conflated no, that's well. No, isn't this on there. the Jewish people for never inviting me? It really is. I mean, I, <laughs> boy, I'll tell you. I got. I bet it. you don't even know how to spell yamaka. I got invited to one Yamok. in January, but it ended up being on Zoom, so not the same. Uh, uh, listen, it, being a grown ass man going to a bar mitzvah much different. Uh, you need to I go was, when you're 13. I was the entertainment. I, I, was a I wanted to convert to Judaism sure. purely for the bar mitzvah. Yeah, yeah. You know, the... That's why I wanted I to I mean, there a, was a lot of Baruch Atah Adonai. That seemed to be a little much because you had to, like, memorize so much Hebrew yeah. and sing it. And, I mean, talk about singing at a horrible age, right when your voice is like this, and you got to be like, Baruch Atah, you know? But still, at the end of it, you were just, it was just a lavish party. You were cock of the walk. You had inflatable instruments. You were dancing around. The DJ would just be like, all right. Yeah. Well, that- Rami, everyone circle around Rami. I'd be like, oh, God, this is the religion. 
Well, that's why this I, is the one. That's why I always want to be a young Mexican girl because I could have my quinceanera, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So same, Similar same strokes. for a yeah, same Absolutely. thing. We're talking about the same thing. Pretty much. Okay, so so Benedict doesn't want this stuff to go on, and Woman so to be he, carried he, out of her like, house on a chair. Yeah, he's like, that's a lot. So he hears what's going on. He sends men over there to help this old woman pack up all her stuff, and he sent a carriage so that she could take it away. He's like, let's at least treat them with I respect. Like, I like that the concession is just like, look, you are not going to go in there and break into her house and take her out on a chair. We will allow her to pack some of her things, and then you can have her house. We're not crazy people. Okay, but either way, he's getting her house. Uh, yeah, but Reed is fucking livid that he is being nice okay. to this woman. Right, okay. So that, this is the first thing that happens between them, like right off the bat. And so they immediately do not like each other. Okay. So then Benedict falls in love with a, a woman named Peggy Shippen, and she is the daughter from a loyalist family. Okay. Okay. So she's not going to help Reed's take at all. She is crazy hot. She's like the some people say she's the hottest hottest woman in America. Like she's just what? Yes, she is just stunning. Yes, but again, you didn't know anything beyond like five hundred feet. <laughs> yeah, but everyone saw the paintings. Oh God, that is amazing. People are like, oh. Excuse me, I'm going to take a trip to the toilet. <laughs> Look at this painting. <laughs> well, I mean, there was a time when people jerked off to Sears catalog, so there's no way teenagers well, weren't jerking off to paintings. Who do you think you're talking to? I, listen. Back in the I, day. Well, listen. I remember, uh, look, I'm not going to get into it, but I mean, <laughs> I remember, I remember regular TV having to find out what you were going to like <laughs> jerk off to, you know what I mean? And you, the timing would be a major issue. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's no like, oh, rewind. <laughs> you know, you were like, oh, it's a commercial. No, 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 no. My whole day led up to this. Well, I mean, when you're in show, this is the worst thing that ever happens. If you have the TV on, you're jerking off and someone you know comes on <laughs> the TV. Mm. Oh, I just hope on that for someone. <laughs> God, I hope on that for someone. Uh, so she's not only very, very, very attractive, but she's also very smart. She's super well-informed. Her dad is one of the okay. richest men in America. So okay. Benedict just starts moving on her. He's smitten. Like, totally okay. into her. He starts moving on her, but the dad is not into Benedict and the idea of them together. And he... Out- it feels like Benedict never really found his people. Yeah, that's like, about right. Even what, whatever he was doing, like there was always... People were always like, oh, this guy. Well, but if you... If you listen to last week's and start to get it, it sounds like he's a bit of a dick. Like he definitely seems to be rubbing everybody the wrong way. I think people don't just right. kind of randomly hate him. I think, okay. I think he, I think he rubs people the wrong way. Okay, all right. Um, and he's hoping that she'll rub him the right way. Yeah, right? girl, girl. Okay. He wondered. Uh, so the father wondered how a quote cripple could support his daughter. Oh, because of his leg. Yeah. But nice. Benedict eventually wears him down, and they were married, and pretty wow. soon had a child on the way. So he married the hottest okay. lady in America. So, okay. So uh, he still needs to make money. He still doesn't have any money. Remember, he lost everything in the war. Mm-hmm. So he allows this shop to open, 
when other shops couldn't open yet because everybody had to be inventoried by the army before they were allowed to open. What shop? It's just a random shop. So it's basically he just allowed this shop to open without being inventoried. Okay. So, so special he gave, like, treatment for okay, this one shop. Right. Now, why? It's because he made a deal the shop could open as long as they made items for his new mansion, clothing oh, for God. the military, and gave him a, a cut of it all. Well, that's not a good look. I mean, <laughs> it's like, we, like I, okay, so the, I, I was thinking, like, you know, they really had kind of an... If you have this, uh, like, stigma around you that you are in love with money, then... You do something like this, like it's only going to stick, mm-hmm. you know, because that is true. Okay, yeah. so yeah, okay. So he also uh, had a ship protected that was under attack for um, half. So he used he used his his military might, his government, you know, whatever, to protect uh-huh. the ship that's under attack, um, and and. From that, he got half the profits of the goods that were saved by saving the ship. Well, so again, not a good look. Not a good look. A little bit of, little bit of that's corruption, yes. I believe they call corruption. it in the business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who knows at this point? And he was also using city wagons to transport a business partner's goods. So all this stuff is upsetting Reed and the council. They're like, what the fuck? Sure. Okay. They also didn't like how Benedict, uh, an aide of Benedict's, treated the son of a very prominent politician. So Benedict has an aide and there's a Uh prominent politician and that politician has a son who's a sergeant and he's working in the the city hall building, right? Uh Uh-huh. Now Benedict's aide gets upset because he thought powder rubbed off on his wig. And he tells the he tells the sergeant. Wait, 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 hold on. What does that even mean? The powder. Well, he's got the he's got the he, white wig, and he thought some powder rubbed off, and he's upset about uh-huh. it. Like the white powder that you put in the wig came off, so yeah. he's mad. He's like, "Fuck my wig's fucked." Read. Oh, that the 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 guy his the aide. Wait, Benedict's aide uh-huh. has a powdered yeah. wig, and he gets upset because uh-huh. some powder is rubbed off on it. So I okay. guess it maybe it's gray. And or that something? is a regular. Like, it doesn't look white <laughs> enough in a, uh-huh. in a patch. Okay. It's a patchy sure. white okay. wig. So who's he mad at? He's so got no he, one to blame but himself and well, his wig. Well, he's mad about this already. He's frustrated. Oh, so he's just a little hot. He's, he's fucking, he's got wig frustration. He's got, he's got wig, yeah, there's a wig powder. Okay, gotcha. And so he tells the sergeant to go find no, a... I'm just so pissed off. To go find a barber. So I'm having one of those days. My wig is powder is just, it went everywhere. Yes, sir. Oh, so mad. Okay, sir. What? What? How can I help you? I there's nothing anyone could do. I'm I'm inconsolable right now. It's just, um, God, I just can't stop thinking about. It. I mean, the wig, any, the powder off the Sorry, wig. Yes, the wig powder. is great. Wig powder. The, but some of the, you know, some of the powder yes. came off. Yeah. Uh, duh. Do I need to spell it out? It's ridiculous. You do. I don't. The powder. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not mad at you, but all I ask is that when I powder my wig, mm-hmm. I want the powder to just kind of be in the wig. I don't need the powder to sort of poof off. Oh, God, I just, I can't, I'm reliving it. I am, God damn it! 
Oh! You ever heard of anything so horrible? Yeah, I mean, we just we just literally lived through a whole like war, and people were shitting in people's houses. That was weeks ago. Okay. This is new. This is just... Yep. <sighs> no, I know. The wig thing I is just... just I just ah, I want really... to just be thrown in a fire and end it. Yeah, it's a... It's end a, it. I mean, it's a wig, so I'm just saying, like, there's probably worse. It's, it's again, the issue's not with the wig. It's the powder, and I am just... So pissed. I, I mean, look at me. I have a perfect white, uh, poofy wig that looks fine. This looks normal. Here I am in my weird, poofy wig that looks fine. Look at me. Hello. No, I'm looking. Anything strange about that? Absolutely not. Yes. Just a man with God hair. But then the powder just sort of dusting off. It's just, <laughs> I mean, it looks absurd. God. Oh. God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> ah, shit. Well, I'm going to go to bed. I cannot. Um, <laughs> okay. I can't take Thank this God. anymore. Thank God. This day's a wash. Yes, please. Bed. <sighs> God. So. Just. He tells the sergeant to go find a barber. Look, you have to get an emergency barber. But the barber's not home. So he goes back and he says, look, the barber's not there. And the, and the oh aide flips the fuck out. What? And is the like, barber is not there? Yeah, he's like, you will go back to the barber, find him, and make it happen. You will find a goddamn barber. This is an emergency. So the sergeant goes to Benedict and he's like, look, I, this is a bit much. Uh, it's... I'm not a wig guy. I'm a sergeant. And so, and so Benedict's just like, you need to follow his orders. That's my aide. You follow a, what he get says. Get a barber. Get a barber. So then the sergeant goes and complains to his dad, which you don't hear a lot. The sergeant goes and complains the to his dad. sergeant complains to his Who's dad? Who's the prominent politician? Sergeant dad. <laughs> Permission to be your son. <laughs> well, his, remember, his dad, his dad is really right, prominent. Yeah, right. And so... Uh, he then writes publicly about the shabby treatment that his son received. From the man from, who's losing and, his mind from about Be- his And blames powder. Benedict. Okay. Wow. Okay. And Benedict's response is, uh, oh, he didn't write publicly yet. He, he wrote that to Benedict. And Benedict write back, writes back, like, well, your, your son's a soldier and needs to get the fuck over it. Like, soldiers are told what to do. That's how yeah. it works. And even then you if go do it. Even if it's absurd. Even if the order is... Go find a barber yeah. to deal with my powder wig. Yeah, even if it's wig time. You do it. Yeah. Could be a test. That's right. You ever pledged a frat? So then the dad says, look, I will fucking take this whole thing public. And Benedict's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Take it fucking public. So he does. Okay. And I bet people are like, this is weird. Or were they like, oh, gosh. Well, no, they were mostly like. This is an emergency. They were all like, why the fuck are you telling a sergeant to go get a, a wig? It's not a wig. It's your own personal shit. Don't tell a sergeant to deal with your wig situation. Right. It's not a war. Right. Okay. So now Benedict is just like, this place is fucking crazy. He wants out of Philadelphia. He's like, I can't. And remember, you he can't get barbers when you want. People don't know what emergencies <laughs> are. They're shitting in our floors. He's a, he's, a, he's a soldier. He's not a politician. This is politics stuff. That's not what he's good mm-hmm. at. So he, he keeps asking Congress and Washington to send him somewhere else, and they just blew him off. And he keeps clashing with the council, and that 
is happening so much that he ends up challenging several of the council to uh, duels. duels. There it is. We're back. <laughs> and we're back. Take my glove. Here we go. Uh, they don't take him. No one takes him up on it. Joseph Reed then goes to Congress and is like, you got to get Benedict out of here. Quote, for abuse of power and criminal acts. Okay. So he accuses Benedict of several charges, and then he sends them to uh, Washington and the governor of every state. So he's just oh wow. Now he's just like so fuck this smear guy. Campaign. Yeah, it's a total smear right. campaign. Like, why are you sending it to North Carolina? Like, who the fuck right. is a shit? Oh, yeah, that Benedict Arnold lost his mind about a wig kind. <laughs> so uh, he then published the charges in a very popular newspaper. And then he said he wouldn't send out the state militia as long as Benedict remains in charge. So he's like, okay. all my powers I have. He's been over leveraged. Yeah. So once again, Benedict is like, I got to clear my name again of these charges. Okay. And <laughs> Washington tells him to have a congressional committee investigate. But Benedict's like, no, I'd prefer to have. A- Washington was like, why don't you just have him do this sort of. Lower frill hair. I've always loved that look. I like. It's not about you know, kind of like I've been wearing a hat all day, and then you sort of so you kind of do like, you know, flat kind of comey over up top, and then, and then I like, and then let it let it loose at the bottom. I I feel um you know kind of like th- three Stooges, like Larry a little bit. I've always gone with that kind of white Larry look that I just think is pretty good, and I noticed that a lot of people aren't doing it. I don't know. Why people haven't been asking for the Washington, um, but it seems to me pretty good. Been pretty good for me. So, did you think about doing that at all? No, I didn't think of that. And it's not about the hair; it's about oh, okay, the corruption, the other stuff, right? You're, but you'd admit that the hair I have is pretty cool. No, I no, I don't. We kind of look at this. Okay, look at it. It's great hair. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Put your hand through it. No, you know any women? No, looking for a no. No, okay. I'm the president. Mm. First one. Mm -hmm. Big, big fucking deal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Benedict, Benedict uh, would rather have a court martial than a congressional committee investigation. He figures he can depend on military men over politicians. He's like, military men will be honest and straightforward. The charges are all about the money making shit he had going on. And um, which are not, it's not a good look. Yeah. And, and then, but once the court martial is like, okay, it's it's happening, then Reed keeps dragging it on as long as possible. He's basically keeping right. Benedict in limbo in the news. where he can't clear his name and it's just bad right. shit all the time. Press constantly. Okay. So things things are getting worse in Philadelphia between the factions. Um a Reed led mob. Surrounds the house of a moderate patriot, so not even a loyalist, just a moderate patriot, right? Uh, named James James Wilson, and 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 Benedict runs over to help or put a stop to it. Help the moderate, and they pelt Benedict with stones. Jesus! So Jesus. he pulls out his two guns oh and boy. aims it at the crowd, and then instead of being scared, they just taunt him and start making fun of him. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like an anti-John Woo moment. And, <laughs> so 
luckily, some troops arrive and they calm the situation down. But by calming the situation down, I mean they kill a bunch of people and right. uh, shoot into the crowd, that kind of thing. You know, like uh, what happens when you have the military in a domestic situation. And never heard so of shit's really fucking bad at this point. I mean, right. now they're killing the radicals. It's just a shit show. Right. So Benedict is now worried about his family's safety. Um, <laughs> one day he got attacked on the street. A guy just, you know, started a fight with him. He kept seeing people just lurking outside of his house and trying to look in. And that's cool. That's cool. So he goes to <laughs> he goes to Congress. He's like, I need troops to protect my family. Quote: yeah, These are not good looks. Quote: This request, I presume, will not be denied to a man who has so often fought and bled. For the defense of his country, his request is, was denied. But he also, I, like, it seems like even though in the stuff we heard in the first one, there was a lot of good, the, the way people view him is not that way. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I think that he's, he's trying to keep the peace. Right. He's trying not to let people get killed and like mobs happen and stuff. And so for right. that, he's viewed by many as the bad guy. Okay. Right. So, okay. So he, now his family, he's worried about his family and the, they're just basically like, yeah, you can live with lurkers who are like, <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> hey, Hey, that looks pretty good. Yeah. That's my house. That's my, yeah. If you could get off my lawn, that would be great. What are you going to wear to bed? I'm my night shirt, but also that's not a thing that you should be interested in. You should be interested in your house. And we like, was wondering if we could see you in your night shirt first. No, I don't we'll... think so. I'm, I'm, I'd rather you weren't out here lurking, you know, hanging out, looking in, and doing the thing. That what are you guys doing? doing? We was just going to see if we could no. see uh, Benedict Arnold's night shirt. No. Oh, yeah. What, what kind of night shirt do you have, Mr. Arnold? Uh, that's actually none of your business. I'm not going to go into my nightshirt um, situation. Well, then why did you present and, it like a show um, when I walked by? I didn't, actually. I just said, let's not, let's not do this, is what I said. That's not at all, um, you know. Oh. Mate, would it help you if, if we took our shirts off? Nope. We rarely nope. take our... I'll take mine off right no, now. No, sir. No. And my you. bottoms. We don't. I'm naked. Oh, God. Mr. Arnold, I'm full of dude now. Okay. That's pretty cool. It's not cool. Your turn to get naked, Benedict. I'm not going to get naked. I'm going to ask you to leave my property. How do you get your nightshirt on if you don't get naked? Well, I do it. I just do it. Do you put it on over your clothes and then sort of swap it like how a lady does it with her brassiere, where sometimes she put it through the sleeves and then she can take it off and put... Is that uh, what you're fixing to do? Gentlemen. I'm freezing. I'm going to... We're all real cold now that we're naked out here. I'm going to call the army to kill you. A deal's a deal. Get nude. But there was no deal made. This guy, it's true what they say about him. He's a real asshole. So, right. So, they, Congress says we're not going to approve that, but you should get the council to give you guards, but the council is the people who are, he's scared of. Right. Okay. So, that seems, so they're basically just like, fuck off. Yeah. So, so Reed finally takes his case, uh, to Congress, they dismiss six of the eight charges, and then the court martial happens, and it takes place at a tavern in New Jersey. Good, which as most should still be where court martials take place today in taverns. Completely, yeah. Witnesses testified. In- you guys want some Jaeger? 
Yes. That's why I'm here. A gold uh, Okay. So this witness is testifying. The soldier uh, who, quote, who was the sergeant who testified to his dismay at the order to fetch a barber. So the guy, <laughs> the, which isn't criminal. The guy was like. It's not criminal. No, but it's still ridiculous. <laughs> Others went and said he was too, uh, too forgiving with loyalists. So it's not really criminal stuff. So Benedict answers every charge, and he showed he had asked to leave the position. So he's like, they're telling me I'm profiting from something that I have been trying to get out of. So he, right, that's his argument against the corruption he's doing. He's like, I've been trying to leave this job. Why would I, why would I want to profit off? Why would I be profiting off something I want to get the fuck out of? So, you know, and it's not right. a great but argument. But he has been profiting. Yes, he Right, has. okay, yeah, right, right. Um, so... He becomes very emotional, cries a little bit when he talks about his reputation being ripped apart by the people who benefited. I imagine that men in this time treated someone crying about a powdered wig drama with great sensitivity (laughs) and were super understanding to it. Well, he's like, look, I risked my life for these people, and now they're attacking me. Um, So the, the court ends up finding him guilty of two counts. Number one, that he let a British ship enter the port and that he used city wagons for personal use. Okay. So the sentence is a reprimand from George Washington. So that's what the court-martial, it, that's what they conclude is, your sentence is that George Washi- awesome. Washington is going to talk some shit like, about you. Oh, damn, okay. But here's so, the thing. So, all, I mean, so it's just George Washington is just like, that was real shitty. Well, not, you shouldn't have done that. Not really, because George Washington is his hero, his father figure, right. the guy who always has his back. It's his fucking dude. They, and there's his amazing historical conversations about hair together. We've hair, the hair, hair conversations. Tons of those. Well, they're called. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Washington writes a very softly worded reprimand, the most softly worded he could, and then. Included a personal note with the very public reprimand. That it, so sorry about this reprimandation. Yeah. And then he assured Benedict. That he, I don't mean it. <laughs> I love you. You're awesome. You're my boy. You came over and we talked about my hair. It was one of my favorite moments. And, and that's why we always call it the hair versation. We don't, again, not, I think it's we not do. clicking super great. Vers- Would you like to hair versate some more? But converge like a conversation that would work. That's just conversation. So easy, easy to just not hear it's the harder hair to part. do. Where well, a conversation is, is it's not as good. It's you're not, talking about hair clearly. It doesn't. Yeah, it's converse. I don't. Com, what is it? Com, conversation. Yeah, I can barely hear it. I can barely conver- hear the hair. Yeah, well, that's what's good it's about bad. it. You want that. That's what you want. You want a. That's how it works. You're a hair to it. That's why. That doesn't work either. It does. That's not. No. It no. does. Like if, if you were to say you're being unfair, that would be great. But you're just not finding it the right. It's not. You're, you're subtle great. to the point that it's not a thing. It's. You want that. That's success. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right. Whatever. Oh my God. There's three naked men out there. Um, those are my bros. So. He he. Uh, Washington in this includes this thing that he's he assures Benedict that he'll give him opportunities to save his reputation. But okay, so that's a great recommendation. 
But Benedict is uh, just fucking shocked oh. that the one guy he who had always had his back and he thought would always had his back, who he is like, this is my father figure, would send the reprimand at all. He was like, Washington's not going to do this. Did he have a choice? To, did, could, I mean, I guess Washington could deny doing that. I mean, he's the president. Washington was pretty like... By the book. Yeah, pretty by the book. So Right, okay. Anyway, Benedict is fucking done. He's done. Okay, pissed? That, that was like... A, that, I mean, essentially, Washington was his, his last connection to right. America. Like, he's been fighting for America and taking fucking shit from everybody. He's a great general. Everyone's yeah. like, go fuck yourself. Right. Washington is always the guy that has back. Like, it's really the right. last guy that's keeping him connected. And then that guy's okay. like, Okay, yeah. so now he's done. Yeah, he's fucking done. He's in the sense that he's just like, what? He's just like, fuck America? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because so he's, he's done so much and everyone's just... Yeah, and everyone just... fucked him, yeah. like, every which way. Okay. Shit and fucked him's a bad sh- saying. I was just going to say way. they shit and fucked him, yeah. It's not... <laughs> But it's also great that I took it without question. Okay, they shit fucked him. They shit and fucked him. Oh, boy. He's getting it from all ends. So a British colonel sends Benedict a letter saying if the war kept going, America would be, quote, a scene of desolation. Okay. He brought up soldiers like, like Benedict who had been crippled by the war. Oh, boy. He's peeling That's the them term, off. crippled by the war. And he said, Benedict could be the guy who could bring peace. Oh, boy. Now, have I got an opportunity <laughs> for you? <laughs> now, Peggy could have had a hand in the introductions to British officers because she's a loyalist. She for sure knew them. She hung out with them. Sure. But Benedict starts working with a friend, a good friend of Peggy's named John Andre. And he is the head of the British Secret Service. Okay. So basically, he is so rubbed by the Washington situation, which is just sort of the culmination of all this other shit. Straw that broke the camel's back, for sure. Right. And so because his wife, Peggy, is a loyalist, she... Based, so he's now a traitor, essentially. Well, he's becoming one, yes. Or about to be. Right. So he starts writing back and forth to John Andre using coded letters. <laughs> I would love to see the, what, like, what kind of coding. I'm like. sure it wasn't that primitive. It's like, just like, yeah, yeah. It had to have been decent. I right? would love to take a walk. <laughs> we should make sure that the walk is the last time we walk together. <laughs> And when we take this walk, people will understand why we walked. Exactly, Benedict. You've got it exactly. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't care to walk. Okay. Yeah, how do you even start your coded, like... I don't know. Like, in prison, there's, like, certain ways yeah, to do it. Right. There, but there's symbols. Um, so, so, so he's sending these, they're sending these letters back and forth. And Andre's like, look, you'll be rewarded for information. We'll fucking cash money. But Benedict is like, well, I need money now before I give you information because he does need money because they haven't paid him for all the fucking 
soldiering Nothing. time. Right. Because they keep saying he owes them money when he's actually paying his soldiers. So not only is he losing money by paying for his soldiers' needs, they're also never paying him his salary. Right. So he fucking needs money. I mean, it really has become so self-fulfilling. Like, they were like, oh, all this guy cares about is money. And it's like, well, yeah, because he never got paid. <laughs> so it's like an issue. Yeah, so... <laughs> So he's got all his back pay he's owed, and he's fucking struggling financially. But the British are, like, not... They're avoiding specifically naming mounts or any specifics about what reward he'll get. We're not going to get into the numbers game with you, man. <laughs> it's not right. Yeah, he just <laughs> sent the information, yes. Cheerio. So he gives in. He finally is like, okay, and he starts sending information. For no money. No money. For, 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 okay, he's going to get future profits. So Andre is adamant that he land a leadership position in an important place, like a port. He's like, you got to get yourself into a spot that will really help us. Okay, wow. This is... It's like a place that will help the British, like, in an attack, just take out the states in one fucking right. felt swoop. Right? Right. So Benedict was like, fucking show me the money then. Show me the money. And uh, at the same time, he, still, he, he starts going to Washington being like, can you give me a post outside Philadelphia? But he's still not asking for the ones, like Andre's given him a list of ones to go for, and he's still not asking for those. So it's like this murky, kind of doing it, kind of not area. Is He's hokey-pokey. Yeah, a little bit. Is he... It, and is he doing that because he's he like is morally conflicted? Yeah, he probably. Doesn't... Like I can't really say for sure, but it seems like that would be. Or maybe it's partially because he's like if he's not getting paid, he's like maybe buying some more time maybe. before like yeah. Yeah. yeah okay okay. But either way, Washington at this point would then be like, "Gosh, you really took that reprimandation pretty well." I got to be honest, you kind of, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of people said that you would kind of lose your shit, but here you are handling it really well, man. That that's awesome. Now, the only note I would have for you would be the hair. You know, oh, let's do some... Cut it real short uh, up the top. The wig situation is just bad. It's bad. I don't think you should have a wig. The, what? Uh, wait, do I have a wig? Yeah. Oh, that's what my hair... What is my hair like under this? It's just bald. What, oh, I'm just totally bald? Yeah. And I have just... Why did I choose this uh, kind of style? Knows. Everybody's doing it. Like it's... Sure. Yeah, but mine is particularly like crazy, isn't it? No, you're like it's like if in the '90s you had the Rachel. Like it's just what everyone's doing. It's kind of the mullet, though. Yeah. Wait, but George Washington's wig is crazy. <laughs> Are you looking at pictures right now? Yeah. I mean, it, it, all it's the like wigs if are... you were going to go with a wig, I know, but they like a lot of them had that kind of like flow. Yeah, the long ones. Yeah, they were like locks and stuff, and he was like, now make it look like. Oh, well, there's just George Washington costumes coming up. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, his is shorter, right? George's is yeah. shorter, and it's also like. Uh, I'm kind of so balding what, a little what, bit. What, like, it, it recedes back. Yeah, like why like would more, you get a balding wig? Well, it's more natural. It's a more natural. But if you're going to get a wig. Although maybe that's oh, his hair. So whatever. I don't know. But no, it's a wig. I mean, maybe it's his hair. I, I don't know. And he had a ponytail, kind of? I just I mean, can't they, get over A lot that. of them had it's ponytails. So, well, 
how did that even come about? How, why, just because that was how you were like sort of identified as kind of a dignitary or something, or like an official, I don't know, governmental I mean, person? I didn't know these questions were going to come up. We can do a hair podcast. Um, Please. A hair dollop. Well, though we do do a wig dollop. Okay, we can call it a kind of hair station. But I don't, I don't know how the, the, the tail it's just came crazy. up. The, I don't know how any of the hair I mean, stuff yeah. Was. Who was just... Someone's going to write us wild. and say he didn't wear a wig. And I'm going to be like, all right, it's, you know, well, put it whatever. in the satchel page file. There we go. Um, Let's turn the satchel page. <laughs> so, so right. So it's, it's going back and forth. It's kind of... Uh, he's getting ignored for all his requests to Washington. Um, about a port. About taking about another job. And oh. then Congress said... They went, they, they looked over his Quebec campaign that was uh-huh. a total failure, and they're like, you yeah. actually owe us a thousand pounds. Oh, man. So, so top of all this shit, you are, just, you are shitting in the wrong floorboard right now, baby. Because they owe him money, so he just fucking loses. Yeah, he's just, that's right. Okay. He's absolutely done. And he comes up. This is very much, this is a villain origin story. Yeah, it really is. So he comes up with a plan to get a commission at West Point on the Hudson River which Washington called, quote, the key to the continent. Oh, dearie me. Oh, boy. Now, Americans had spent years creating a massive 1,700-foot iron chain that spanned the river to damage any enemy ships that would come in. Okay. So this would be, like, the most secure spot, technically, in some way. Yeah. Right, okay. So, Benedict... Asks Washington for the command of West Point. And then he goes to the British and he goes, look, if I get this, I want 10,000 pounds. Okay. Show me the money. Right. And he said, uh, if he was able to give them West Point, if he was able to, you know, take the chain down, make it happen, he wanted (laughs) 20,000. What what an amazing, like, moment where he's like, hey, let's... uh." Let's just take the defense down for a little while, huh? What? <laughs> yeah, I just... Let's clean it. Should we just clean it? Let's clean the chain. It's so rusty. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's ways you can okay, do it. Okay, so... I'm sorry, I'm looking up how much 20000 is in, in 1776 today. to today. Um, it's going to be a shitload. It says $0.32. <laughs> oh wow! So it's not a lot at all. That's it. Why would he do this all for thirty-two cents? I must have put in the wrong thing. <laughs> when I was doing this thing with my mother the other day, um, uh, the story about uh, this goose—that was just this little thing I filmed. Um, I googled. She has a goose in her town. That's crazy. And uh, I googled uh, the lifespan of a goose, Uh-oh. and the first thing that came up was two hundred to three hundred years. Oh my god! Really? No, it's not true. (laughs) But I was like, you know, it's just like, you know, how you get information. You're just like, what is the, oh, yeah, they live to be 300. Yeah, okay, who knew? I mean, you said that, and the first thing I thought was the geese are the turtle of birds. Like, that was, I was very excited. Yes, bird turtles, completely. Yes, it would be amazing. Okay, so uh, he is asking for $650,000. Wow, okay. Which, I mean, you know, you're talking about, you know, throwing the war. Like, yeah, worth it. Yeah, but I would even think it would be more. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. would. I, I like to, for all, but I guess because he's been so starved of cash, he's probably just yeah. like, whatever. 
So he's already okay. given them a bunch of logistical information on what Washington's up to, but he's, he's not going to give him West Point without the money. So right. after a while, the British finally agree to it. They're like, okay. But they said if the plan failed to, to get them West Point, he would have to forfeit the 20 grand, though he could still, he could still get a position in the British military once it was over. Okay. Right, so he gets a job out of it if it fails. Worst case, worst case right. is a job. So he yeah. goes to meet with Washington, and he's like expecting Washington to give him West Point. Instead, Washington asks, um, "I want you to lead my left flank flank in this in this battle we're about to partake in." Okay, so this is his against the British. This is his dream, like. Oh, so getting he, to be in uh, Washington's <laughs> left flank, it's like you just got drafted number one in the NBA. It's like this is everything he ever fucking wanted. Like this is what uh, his life has been about. You know, you've been so cool about the the whole <laughs> wig thing and everything that I just feel like you deserve <laughs> you deserve this. And he's like, I just sold out though, <laughs> dude. Uh, I just you have made this offer uh, two months ago to me. Uh, yeah, so, you know, it's a command of elite troops in a major battle with so, his buddy George. Like, it's just so... You and me, back to back, doing it right. Wigs, guns, the whole nine, Benny. It's also going to redeem his reputation and show that Washington I mean, trusts they, him after the court-martial. Like, it's all, it's everything it's just, he wanted. I know, okay. But he's already, he's in too deep. I mean, he's like Donnie Brasco. Well, here's the big problem. He actually has to pass... Because, because he's uh, he's in the middle of traitoring. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, um, and Washington was probably just like, wait, what? Exactly. Like, I'm uh, I'm gonna pass. Well, he he uses the so. excuse. He says, "My wag is my wag, my leg is too weak. My, my leg is too weak. Flank you, but uh, I'm gonna pass." And he says, "Can I please?" Take the West Point command instead. I just, I just feel like I'd rather just sit in a chair at the port. Honestly, <laughs> just uh, wow, that must have been very, very difficult. Washington said Benedict's face changed, and he quote appeared to be quite fallen. And instead of thanking me or expressing any pleasure at the appointment, never opened his mouth. Uh, Washington knows that feeling. So Washington thought that he was like, "This guy's going to be over the moon when I tell him." And other other officers said Benedict's face when Washington asked him almost turned purple. <laughs> so he's not really hiding. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, egg planted. Washington's like, okay, you can have the West Point command. You sure? Because this is like your dream. Yeah, it's just my leg. So, fuck. So um, oh my God. immediately when he gets there. And he takes over. He goes to work, and he says the big iron chain needs to be repaired. And he ordered it removed. We need to take it down from the river. Let's get it down. Let's get it down from the river I mean, right now. We're in the middle of war, so we should take our thing down. Are you sure, sir? Yes. It's it certainly. In, listen to me. We're in the middle of a war. Right. Exactly. That's going to be my British point to you. The British could come through. Right. So we need to keep that chain tippity toppity top top top. Yeah, I just would worry. What Take if the British down, come? I mean, look at Washington ev- called this the every key. Every link, every single uh-huh. link, feel that it. That's going to take weeks. Touch it. Hold it in your hand. That'll take weeks. We'll have a. We'll have a. a 
That's going to take weeks. A rope pull type contest with the chain to make sure it's strong and firm. It is strong. Uh, gonna, That's why we built it. It's it just yellow. That I don't hate. I honestly, we've been saying it could be painted, but shouldn't we leave it up while the um, war is active? And I it put feels like, like a ribbon around it, you know, so it looks like festive. Like I this look, is I ours. love a lot of the, I you love know? a lot of these ideas. It's just it feels like we should do that after the war. I forgot to say, wash it with toothbrushes. Uh, and then we have, and then those, we put it back up, and now uh-huh. it's ready for war. Now, once it's painted yellow, been cleaned, and got the ribbons That's on right. it. Now the British will be, they'll think twice. And I just think based on what I know about the British, um, uh-huh. they will honor the fact that we've momentarily taken this down to fix it. The British? And they won't attack at that time. because no, they've they'll been be like, like the worst. Well, then, then we'd just be scallywags. So let's not, that's just not honor. No, no, that's not honor. So they'll They've won't. been shitting in our floors. Yes, that's right. You made my point. Uh- no, I don't think I made my okay. So get it. All uh, right. Uh, uh, did they shit on the floor? No, they shoot. No, they threw shit. it into okay. the foundation. So that's very honorable, gentlemanly sort of. No, it's worse. Behavior. We couldn't get it out. I knew a guy who uh, hung out in a porta potty. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, that that we get. That's awesome. Mm. It's a dream. Mm-hmm. Great. Take the wig off. Here we go. All right. So. So yeah, so he gets the he gets the chain taken down, and they must have been like, "What the fuck is he talking he about?" He go, I know, right? He goes to the British and tells them about all the sorry state of the defenses at West Point. He then pretends two cannons are not up to snuff and sends them off to be he, fixed. You know what else? These cannons are just ugh, aesthetically so displeasing. Let's just. Get them out of here and let's let's clean but them. Let's clean the cannons, boys. Only cannons, so we need them. Well, I'm not gonna sit here with a filthy cannon, honestly. <laughs> That's the last thing we want. Believe me, if the British see cannons like this, they're uh, not gonna respect us, and they will attack anyway. So, uh, yeah, let's get the cannons down, and then I'm also gonna say we're all gonna take naps now from three to what? eight, and that's mandatory. Five hour midday naps. So, just in summation. Take the chain down completely. That's got to go for a while. Lose the cannons. Long naps for everybody. And, um, yeah, that's pretty good for me. So, yeah. You actually got pretty close. He sent 500 soldiers out into the forest to cut down firewood. <laughs> go, guys, go get a bunch of wood. for. <laughs> go get enough wood for the rest of our lives. That's who we're really fighting is that forest. <laughs> He also told the British of Washington's plan to uh, surprise attack in New York. So Andre and Benedict meet in the middle of the night on a riverbank. And Andre (laughs) tries to talk Benedict into taking 4,000 pounds less. So So, with uh, everything he's done. We don't have all of it. (laughs) We're only Britain. We we have 16 for you. Here, take this. And, and... 16 and a bottle of rum. So that's pretty good. What if, and hear, and hear me out, what if we just shave off like 20%, right? We just take off 20%. No. What are you talking about? And then we just. I've had them take down everything. And then we just do it. 
I passed on my dream job. Right, but I think you would show how... You said 20 grand, you son of a bitch. I think you would show how much you cared if you just... I don't care. I just want the money. less money. I just want the money. That was the whole fucking deal. And you'll get it, just less of it. Like, it's... No, you said you'd give it to me now. Why do I believe you? Why would I believe... It's still a pile of money. I put 500 men in the forest to get Tinder. And that's great. We love that. Yes, but I did that because you... Do you even know how bribing works? This is, like, the most important part. Part of bribing is just being bros, you know, and talking it out and being like... No, we're not... No, 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 no. Look. I give a little, you give uh, a little. Like, you gave me information. Now you give up the money. And that sounds like I'm giving the most. I've been very giving. Well, that's you're a giver. We're takers. No, I, I'm a taker. I'm a taker okay. who's trapped in a so, giver's nightmare. It, we agree. I, uh, I mean, yeah. At that point, he's just like, "Look, we don't have it, man." Well, Benedict fucking so Benedict is just absolutely furious, and of course. he's like, "I need all the money I can get to escape," and Andre's like, "Okay." I will try to sort it out. <laughs> all right. Well, well, now that we know you really want all of it so much, we'll try. And then Benedict gives him, he, the reason they're meeting, he's got a bunch of documents about West Point's defenses. And he also had a signed pass for Andre in case he gets stopped by any security forces on the way back from this meeting. That's like, a, right, it's like a get out of jail free card, right? Show them this. So Audrey takes all the papers and puts them in his stocking. There we go. Nice. Now I don't use pockets. I don't believe in them. The next morning, Benedict and Peggy are uh, preparing to host George Washington, oh my Lafayette, God. Hamilton, oh. and a bunch of other bigwigs for breakfast at their house. <laughs> oh, weird wigs. Okay, so I mean, st- stressed, stressful time. So. Everybody's there except Washington. Washington's not there yet. He's going to be a little late because he decided on a whim to stop to check the defensive fortification fortifications I'm just at West Point. Going to head over to West Point for a little while, just on a bit of a whim. Um, <laughs> you know, I know you're doing great, but I just want to see what it's like. I'm sure everyone's there, not collecting firewood, and there's cannons and all the defenses, as we said. So, what had happened to John Andre that night? The night before. I love oh, that no. he's meeting with Briti- the head of British secret <laughs> intelligence and then having breakfast with, like, Hamilton and all these bros. It, like, That's what I mean. It, just, has, it, it, is, it is Donnie Brasco. It really it's is. like you have to be so stressed out, like, when you're in the midst of this. The money's not coming in, like, the way it's supposed to. And then you're sitting in the line. I mean, you're hosting. Yeah. Uh, Benedict, you look tired. What's going on? You know, you're just like, oh, I'm good. Shut the fuck up. Sorry, I don't mean to shout at you. Just be quiet. Uh, why is your wig so wet with sweatiness? It's not wet. It's not, I'm not sweating. It's wet. It's wet. I went swimming in the oh. wig. You never swam in a wig before? Fa- what, do you guys think you're so much better than me just because you never swam in a wig before? Oh, my God. I'm just sick of the glares. I didn't do shit, assholes. What? Okay? I didn't do shit, assholes. I'm not mad at you. Look, everything's normal. What? Oh, my God. Let me guess. You guys are wondering, am I up to something? Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> Who wants a gin giblet? What? Who wants a gin giblet? It's morning. Oh, sorry. I forgot. Time is kind of irrelevant in a fine way. I made a choice to ignore time for a little while. <laughs> oh, man. You know what we should do? 
We should all just start over. Let's just all start the day over again. I'll be honest, you guys are acting a little shady right now. Some people are whispering, wondering what's going on with you guys. Pouring sweat and won't stop talking. I, uh, I am, uh, I have, uh, uh, yellow fever. (laughs) Jesus, why are we here? Yeah, no, you shouldn't be. That's what I'm saying. So get out. Everyone leave. I'm dying. I'm going to die. I'm dying right now. Wait, wait, I'm better. I love you guys. I love my country so much. So what had happened the night before was Andre was walking back and, Three local militiamen stopped him and asked for his ID, papers, whatever. Uh, are, are you if you're if you're if you're in the British Army, like how open are you about being in the British he's Army? He's not though. He's Secret Service, so he is essentially a spy so on American soil. Okay, 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 gotcha. So um, they search him. They find the documents. Oh boy! They quickly they realize he's a spy. And they take him to an army post where the papers are shown to this colonel, Colonel Jameson, and an army intelligence officer, Major Talmadge. Now, Talmadge is like, this is fucking treason. Benedict Arnold, yeah. is, this is treason. And Benedict Arnold is completely connected to this. So he must have been losing. And then this is the same day he's hosting all these yes. legends. Do they, okay, do they, they don't know. Well, so Talmadge is like, we can't tell Benedict anything because he's involved in this. And Jameson is right. like, well, that would be in, sort of, in, in subordination because Benedict is our, is our, our, yeah, but, our tippity-top guy. Well, yeah but, yeah, but if you're like, if your commanding officer's been flipped, you're not like, we should go to him with this information that he's flipped. Well, Jameson, the colonel, outranks Talmadge. So he sends a message to Benedict right as Talmadge sends the papers to Washington. So, Oh, shit. So he basically warns Benedict. I don't think meaning to. He's just like, I have to follow the way command works. So he sends... I'm sure there's a rational explanation for all these incriminating papers we found (laughs) in this man's stockings that you signed. So the papers are going to two different places at once, right? And both, right, one to the guy who's in trouble and the other who's the guy who, if he knows what Benedict's done, will fucking lose his mind. So now, as Benedict is sitting at breakfast chatting with Hamilton, Lafayette, and all these other fucking... I love eggs. (laughs) Eggs are so good. Don't you love eggs? Boy, I love eggs with bread. (laughs) A messenger shows up with a note. And he reads it, and it says, John Andre has been captured, and inside his boot were documents in Benedict's handwriting detailing West Point's defenses, a pass for getting through, and information on a recent war council Washington had. And that I was hacked. And that those papers were now being sent to Washington. That goes to Benedict at this breakfast. Yes. And only he reads yes. it. So he's like, oh, okay. Um... <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna uh, I mean, excuse myself, gentlemen, and jump on my horse and just ride fast away. I'm gonna go outside for a little while and maybe not be back. So thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, he runs upstairs to Peggy, who is upstairs for some reason, and what the hell was she doing upstairs? He's like, I am running immediately to the British. I wonder if she's like, I married a real bad person. No, because... Like if she's like, because she's a she's loyalist. A loyalist. 
She's there's a lot of what did she know, what didn't she know? A lot of people think not only she know a lot, but she was very, very. I know, but I wonder if she knew she was marrying like the 1700s uncut gem star. Like, the level of stress of the needles he's trying to thread and the way the plan is falling apart. So she faints when he tells her. Um, Oh, that's good. That's good. He then runs downstairs. Uh, I mean, can you imagine fainting when someone tells... Like, that is some dark... That's the dark shit. Oh, God. I told my wife what's happening and she died. (laughs) So... Benedict runs downstairs and asks, asks an aide, he goes, go get me a horse, alerts his barge crew that he needs to cross the river. Goes and checks in with his guests and is like, won't be more than a minute. <laughs> and then he writes a note for Washington to read when Washington arrives, saying, I'm going to West Point, but I'll be back soon. And at this point, Washington will, ha- ha- wi- will have known. That's right. And But does Arnold know that the papers are going to Washington? He does, yes. right? Okay, right, okay. So he runs outside, he grabs someone else's horse that's there, and he fucking takes off. Oh, I hope he did the thing like cops do, where it's like, I'm commandeering your pony. He's done a horse jacking. No, it's one of the... It's yeah. one of the f- uh, that's actually a very different thing, Dave. It's, Please, that's oh, not... Oh, I've seen uh, that video. It's, uh... Yeah. No, but he, he... I mean, it could be Hamilton's horse. Like, he grabs one of the horses of one of the guys there. Okay, sure. Jesus. Uh, Washington then trots up to Benedict's home just after Benedict. Hello, Benedict. Like right after he flees, Washington oh. pulls in. And he is shocked at what he'd seen at West Point. Yeah. And he's also been told that Benedict has not been to West Point for days. So he's there. He's looking for Benedict. And then a messenger rolls up and gives him the papers from Andre that they confiscated. Oh, so he's like, oh, and shit. and a letter that Andre has now written confessing to his actual identity. Oh my God! And Washington said, "Quote: Arnold has betrayed us. Who can we trust now?" Oh boy! Benedict had some of his men row him to a British ship. Oh my God! And then he goes up on board and then shouts down to his men, quote, my lads, I have quitted the rebel army and joined the standard of Britannic majesty. And he asked them if they will join him. And he says, I'll give you commissions. Two guys do the rest. Don't. And one said, I only like to wear one coat at a time. Well, that's a subtle way you could, you can wear both. Oh, I see. I get. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I thought is... I thought you were sort of saying because they clash. Right. No, okay, you're I get making. You. I, get, I get it. I get it. You're making a very. I stand. I understand. I mean, you okay. did it poetically. It was nice the way you said it. I would have just said, "I don't like to fight." For uh, no. Yes. Never mind. I'm not a traitor. Wow. Okay. So, I, and he's he's definitely on his toes. But okay. But since he's not done anything really, he has. I mean. Oh, he has. Yes, he That's ga- enough. He gave, he gave all the information he's to the enemy. Completely it's take- full on treason okay, at okay. this point. Okay. So, but, so he's done his job, basically. For the British, yeah. But then the British, right, yeah, the right. British guy got caught. It could have worked. Right. Benedict wrote two letters on the ship. One to Washington. F you. And <laughs> Dear Penthouse Forum. Uh, okay. Uh, one to Washington and one to Peggy. 
He tells Washington everything he had ever done was because of his love of America. And even though his country never treated him well, Washington had. And then he begged uh, Washington to ensure that Peggy would be protected as she was, quote, as good and innocent as an angel. Mm-hmm. Okay. He said his two close aides had nothing to do with it and didn't know and uh, that Andre should be released. And then he asked Washington to send uh, some clothes, if possible. <laughs> and uh, also, I, I, in my hasty exit, I did not pack I, enough. So. I forgot to meet drawers. <laughs> uh, please. Um, um, wow. So Peggy is just in fucking hysterics. So what now, where, where can he go? He can't, I mean, he, where does, does he have to stay? Well, like, he can't go to American Shore. Yeah, That's right, it. okay, yeah. <laughs> That's his option. <laughs> okay. Man. So Peggy is in complete hysterics. Um, she's just crying and screaming that Benedict is gone forever. Now, we don't know if this is an act or not. A lot, some people think it was an act, some people don't. Okay. An aide came into her room, and she just fucking went bananas, screaming that he was coming to kill her baby. Everyone who sees Peggy is like this. She's fucking gone. Alexander Hamilton wrote it was the, quote, most affecting scene he had ever witnessed. Washington comes in to try to calm her down, but she gets more hysterical when she sees him yelling he was going to kill her baby. And uh, she flailed until her gown fell off her shoulder, which embarrassed Washington, and he left the room. Oh, my Lord. I, well, I, look, seen... you can accuse me of killing a baby all you want, but if I see a shoulder, I'm out I'm going here. to masturbate. Oh, boy. I've seen a shoulder. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> when she finally gathered herself, Washington gave her the choice to join Benedict or go back to her family. Mm. And she chose mm-hmm. to go back to her, go family, back to her family in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Now... Word gets out, and across the colonies, Benedict is burned, burned in effigy. Um, his father's grave is desecrated. His home is oh. taken. His older sons were uh, taken in by his friends who tried to shield them from all the shit that was going on. Um, Don't look out the window. People are burning big dads. His, uh, one of his sons, Henry, stayed with his sister, Hannah. But... They don't want Peggy in Philadelphia. Remember, Philadelphia is basically run by the radicals. Right. And so now here's the traitor's wife. Right. So she gets kicked out of the city by the executive council. They're like, you have to fucking go. And so now go see Benedict. Wh- who is in New York City, which is controlled by the British at this point. Oh, okay. okay. So she goes to join him there. Wow. On her way there, she stopped at uh, Theodosia Prevost's home. And Prevost later would say Peggy dropped her facade and said she was tired of keeping up the theatrics. So she is basically. So w- maybe she's okay. Do we trust? But what what would the theatrics be that that this is so devastating? Yeah, to yeah. Her? That, like, uh, is she she is she just kind of like look? Benedict's a fucking idiot. I, like I think, whatever. I think she's she's like, just kind of trying to save. I her didn't ass. have any idea. How could he do this? Okay. Yeah, I oh, think it's all oh, that kind of okay. stuff. Oh, okay, 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 gotcha, gotcha. But remember, she okay. connected him with the people. Yeah, she's a loyalist, like you said, yeah. right. Um, now, do we trust uh, Provost? I don't know, maybe. But anyway, that's what she said. So John Andre okay. uh, gets a death sentence. 
All right, sweet, cool. Benedict then asks to be traded for him, which would mean that Andre would live and he would die. But the British were like, we're not doing that. Okay. so um, <laughs> Like, we have you on another five years on your deal, so... John Andre was hung on October 2nd, 1780, and his last words were, quote, it will be nothing. Oopsie poopsie. It, oh. it, yeah, right. Oopsie poopsie. Oh, quote, it will be but a momentary pang. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. But imagine. <laughs> it really shows you, like, because it seems like it's a lot more than just the moment. Well, it's just such a British thing of just like, well, this is not a big deal. Right. Don't mind it. It would be nice to get a bit of a... It, my neck's been sore anyway. <laughs> Loosen up my shoulders a bit. I would just go, Helicopter! Well, then, then his last, last words are, Actually, no, 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 <laughs> uh, no, 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 lie. It's really smoke. I got to take it forever. Take it forever, take it forever. Uh, Benedict was so upset that uh, John Andre was hung that he wrote to Washington and threatened him should uh, Washington harm his family and said he'd take revenge in a deluge of blood. Sure. So, Little did he know that the Washington was going to die in his own deluge of blood. That's right. That's right. When people came over and just drained him. Um, so Benedict is just... Maybe he was behind the George Washington blood yes. draining. No, that's wow. where this is going. Um, so Benedict, look, he's hated by Americans. Um, sure. He does that. what? He, he doesn't have the trust or respect of the British, right? So he's a man without a con. Yeah, because he was available. He's, he's, he's a I mean, as well as he has this track record again of like being willing to, just wanting money. And then eventually that became so self-fulfilling that it's like, yeah. So now they're like, look, he'll, if you pay him, he'll do anything. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's obviously a absolutely terrible situation. Um, the British also blame him for the death of John Andre, who was beloved in England. Right. And I mean, the, the, what it, it's so, I mean, the papers he had in his stocking oh. are just so like incriminating. Oh, so incriminating. <laughs> it's just like, you know, bomb plans. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh god. Okay. Um yeah. So uh he's given command. Remember they promised him command. So right. but his officers fucking hate him. Sure. A lot of it Boy, he really fucked a up. A lot of it is classism cuz they're British, right? So they look down on this shitty little oh, American okay. thing. Sh- sure. They also didn't like how he kept speaking how great Washington was because <laughs> he's the enemy general. <laughs> so, so he leads troops. Uh, they attack in Virginia. They attack in Connecticut, his home state. I mean, he's fighting against, yeah. So Crazy. he burned New London to the ground. Fuck. So he, I mean, yeah. I mean, look, it's a lot like when Favre went to the Vikings. It's exactly going, that. I'm sure a lot of historians view it like that. On October 19th, 1781, the British surrendered, ending the Revolutionary War, and Benedict and Peggy sailed to London. They ended up having three more kids. Um, Margaret, the kids he had with Margaret, stayed Mm -hmm. in America, as did Hannah. Okay. But, you know, 
and he can't really ever see them again. Not really. And life in England. I mean, he's basically in the witness protection program. Well, yeah. I mean, he just can't go to America. His kids could come to England to right. visit. Right. Okay. Um, but, you know, life in England, not that but great. But it's also like you... And you also, if you're his kid, you got to be like, Dad, you really, 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 really fucked up. <laughs> like, like, really, legit. like, they hate you, Dad. Like, crazy. Like, real bad. Like, real bad. Yeah, it's... And then they surrender. You're like, oh, God that damn was it. That didn't work. I got traded to a losing franchise. So, you know, life in England, very, very lonely. His American friends living in England would not meet with him or talk to him. Oh, he's probably going on their Instagrams being like, oh, look at that. When Peggy and Benedict would walk down the street, people would hiss at them. (laughs) We shouldn't have moved to the cat district. Uh, Benedict was still Benedict. Uh, He had a duel with the Lord. Um, He got thrown on a French prison ship when he was on a voyage and made a nighttime escape over the side, floating away on a few planks of wood. So he's just... Oh He's Lord. doing classic Benedict shit. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's the boat guy from the first episode. Um, okay, right. That's pretty badass, though. When Britain and France go to war in 1798. And he, and he just got thrown on a French prison ship, like, on accident, like a sack of potatoes. And then they're like, yeah, that's right. And now you're a part of, uh, now you're a convict, too. Huh? I, didn't, I didn't look it up because it seems like it's too long. But I don't think you need to because it's obvious what happened. Look, if you're on the ship and you're not French, you are part of the prison population. huh? So we don't give a fuck. Now you're here. You're, it doesn't matter what your crime is. Well, he's British. They caught him. So they put him on a... I mean, it's the, they're at war with France, so when they caught the... Oh, I forgot about that part. Right, <laughs> yes, of course, right. Um, so uh, so he, he begs the British to let him fight against France, and they say no. And he complained to them that they were not allowing him to, quote, seek a soldier's death. So okay. his life just sucks. He gets older, he gets more depressed, he gets further and further into debt, he has painful oh, gout. Oh, he's still got that gout going around, huh? Um, and he's got that one leg. Now, okay, yeah, that's, that's tough. He knew that his family would... <laughs> he definitely made the wrong call. Did he get the money from John Andre? Was he allowed to keep that money, or had he you never know, gotten I that never, money? I never saw that. He must have gotten some money for sure. He must have. Okay. But not. Okay. I don't think the 20 grand, but yeah. Right. Um, okay. So he knows when he dies, his family's going to struggle because he doesn't have anything. Um, right. Then his oldest son was horribly wounded in the leg in a war and refused amputation. Just like dad. He died of the wound. Oh. <laughs> so not as much like dad. <laughs> Different. Okay. Benedict died on June 14th, 1801, when he was 60 years old. Family legend says that near death, he asked to be dressed in his American military uniform, saying, quote, oh, God. God, forgive me for ever putting on any other. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's so sad. Today, there is a monument to Benedict at Saratoga, but it does not mention his name. It is just a statue of his boot <laughs> draped over a pillar. A dude. It's a statue of his boot? Taped over a pillar. Remember, he lost his leg. Yeah. It does not mention it by name. At another monument for the battle, there are four places of commemoration, three occupied by men who led that day, including Gates. One spot is empty, representing Benedict's contribution, but not him. Wow. 
we're still punishing him. <laughs> we are still punishing him. We're still like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> wow. So crazy. But yeah. Uh, man, I mean, that you, you talk about like, a, I mean, a, a divide in the road. I mean, and picking the wrong one. Well, well, it's really, yeah. it's really, uh, it, you know, we, we grow up being told that he's this big traitor, right? But yeah. then you hear the story. Right. There's about, no context. Yeah, there's no context. Like, what exactly was he, like, how much shit was he supposed to take? Yeah. Right? Like, you're the fucking best general in the Revolutionary War, and everybody is just fucking shitting on you and not paying you. You're living in fucking poverty, basically, because they won't give you money, and they owe yeah. you for years. No, like, that, but, I, and all that is totally true. And, yeah, I mean, it is like, you know, it is, it is bullshit. Um, and, you know, it's the start of a long line of not taking care of veterans. But anyway, um, it also, even then, when Washington offers him his dream situation, like, couldn't he have been like, couldn't he have taken it? It could like couldn't he have gone back and been like, hey, the fence is clean now. Hey, enough, we got enough firewood for a month. Uh, those cannons actually will work for me. Get them back up. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. I, I just wonder like how much of his well, maybe he's in too bad of a situation because if he if he backs out then and he's already given information, the British could just be like, That guy's a traitor. Right. He, right. So he's kind of fucked. Yeah. And also it's like if you've been, you know, like if you've been burned so many times by putting your faith in the idea that the country will take care of you, like it could be. But I mean, he turned purple, so he knew he was like, "Oh <laughs> shit, oh shit, man, that is crazy." Uh, research for this was done by Brittany Cohen Brown, and uh, the sources are Benedict Arnold, Patriot and Traitor by Willard Stern Randall. And The Tragedy of Benedict Arnold in American Life by Joyce Lee Malcolm. Yeah, man, uh, you know, it's very it's very interesting how we just hear the shit we hear growing up. is just like, well, Benedict Arnold was a traitor, but man, that's a fucking crazy story. Uh, just from the psychological aspect of, like, how much can a man take? How much? Uh, it's just crazy. And it's not like we're it, talking it, it, about, it, like... I mean, it's a revolutionary war, so there's a lot of people who are, like, on the fence and don't want the war. So in America, you could be like, yeah, I'm going to switch to the British now, and there's still a third of the people in America. They're like, yeah, we're with you. You know what I mean? It's not like a U.S. versus Japan. Yeah, right, and you, right. And you under right, right, right. It's complicated. Right, right. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, you know, it's like... Things are so bad all the time now, <laughs> but you still are able to go like, man, that time is crazy as fuck. Crazy as fuck. Like, that is a crazy time. And, I mean, what not it crazy, too, that it's like money was still the big fucking issue? Yeah. Like, just getting paid, getting like, paid. fair, you know, getting, getting yeah. paid and having money was still, like, what, what drove people to decision-making and... Um, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it just seems like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's relatable in many ways, even though it is extremely different. 
and um, and I didn't even go into Peggy, who a lot of people like were like it was all her fault. Like she took a lot of fucking heat, like just the f- blame fully put on her. Like there's just so many different right. aspects to sure. this. Well, we we definitely have that like that, that you know that. Uh, there's a history of that as well. Where you're just Gotta like, blame the, the woman. woman was telling him what to do. <laughs> the woman did it. <laughs> wow, that is so nuts. I, I I really I don't even remember. I mean, again, like I, obviously I don't remember any of the history that I was taught. Um, but I don't even remember any of this. No, we weren't taught. This. I just remember he was a traitor. Yes, that's all we were taught. But I don't remember. But I don't even remember the context of how he was. There a was no context. There's absolutely none. Yeah, he's just a traitor. Just a traitor. Right. Okay. There's no... I mean, it's the same thing. Like, our history just doesn't... Like, it's like, if we had been taught in, in school, not that all of a sudden Hitler was there, but the pieces yeah. of the puzzle that went into creating fascism and then Hitler, we might have a completely different situation that we do now I really, but that's not how any of our history works we just go and then a thing and then a thing and then a thing and there's no yeah deep no and we don't i mean but also yeah you're in school so you're just like oh okay that's crazy yeah. what an asshole yeah you know and i think what you're saying which is true is like hitler was okay is that your point what? That's how it's coming. No, across. that's not. Sorry, Dave, you've been canceled. <laughs> um yeah, and i i honestly think more and more the more that we do this show, I, you know, I think I, I think at first I was just like, wow, it's crazy. I wasn't taught this. And then you get to the point where you're like, man, they are like, they do not want, there's just like, you watch what's going on now with oh. like, you know, CRT and all that shit. It's just like, they, they, there is a, the calculated decisions to not inform people so that they're able to get away with it repeating well, itself. Well, um, imagine how fucking crazy it is that we already know our history is warped and fucking nonsense, but they're still upset that it tells too much. Yeah. Like it's no. fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. Fucking nuts, though. That is so crazy. What a crazy story. Well, all right. Now what? Now we say our ending prayer, as we always do. Once again, this oh, is uh, the dollop on the Christian Broadcasting Network. Thank uh, you. Please remember Jesus. Oh, actually, but in all seriousness, if you guys do want to buy your holy cloths, uh, we are still selling those right. on our website, dollapodcast.com. Get your holy cloth. Mm-hmm. That way you can interact with the podcast while we do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put the cloth onto your phone or however you're playing the podcast, right. and you will receive extra information from the show. Uh, it's 13 easy payments of twenty nine ninety nine. Um, but you, these claws are unbelievable. Dave and I, I didn't believe it, but then I used the cloth, and I, I've been just blown yep. away by what the magic cloth does. So get, get those magic cloths now. We have them. I think we're out of the uh, gold, but we still have the, uh, the burgundy, and we still have the lavender. Basta! Um, so go to dollappodcast.com and get yourself a uh, god cloth. That's right. Only way to listen. Only way to listen with your god cloth. And get them now, because prices are going up. Yep. Party on.